0: Welcome to the First Century Youth Ministry Podcast. My name is Heather. And I'm Mark, and we are your co-hosts. And we're here to take a look back into the Jewish roots of our faith. For the way forward in youth ministry discipleship. This podcast is a part of the Youth Cartel's podcast network friends. Welcome back to the show. It's Heather here, and I'm flying solo without Mark today. Mark is deep into dissertation this week, and uh, as luck would have it, I actually have a special guest on today who really needs no introduction. As I've talked about her many times in the show, she's come up. This is my twin sister. Andrea Mercier is joining us today. She is the Family Ministry Director at Chillicothe Christian Church, the wife of Michael and the mom of Gabriel and a special needs mom. And so today as we look at this discussion on special needs ministry, Andrea has experienced that firsthand as we have loved our sweet Gabriel and watched um, him develop uh, more special needs as he's grown. So Andrea, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, so glad to be here, Heather. Thanks for Thanks for having me. Hopefully, people can discern who's talking because we've always been told that our voices sound uh, the same. So
0: that's true. You know, I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to be an ESPN news broadcaster, and then I heard my voice on a um, <laughs> Recording. answering machine, and I was yeah, like, "It's not going to happen. This is not going to work, is it?" <laughs> yeah. No.
1: But now you have a, you have a yeah. podcast. So how does that? What does that mean now?
0: People. But- Probably are dealing with it. Or maybe they're changing my voice to British. I wonder if you ah, could do that. that would so be like cool. how,
1: I actually have always yeah. wanted to have a British accent. <laughs> it's like a you, secret of mine.
0: You could try. We could try the rest of this episode in yeah, British. No, do you want but, to try? No. No, no let's not no, go there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't work. Yes. Well, Andrea and I have been on many adventures in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that we could spend at least. A dozen podcast episodes telling you about those many adventures, and maybe one or two of them will come up mm. in this podcast. But uh, just a fun one to share here. Um, I remember was it first grade when uh, we decided to switch like identities for the day I think that when was I was you and grade. you were me.
1: Yeah, it was second. Grade. It was the second grade? I think so.
0: And I remember being so deathly You're afraid annoyed. that yeah. we were going to get found. <laughs>
1: I was so scared the whole day. I remember, like we had to fill out that paper when it asked what yeah. your favorite food is, and I was like having a panic attack because yeah. I'm like, do I say my food <laughs> or Heather's food? Like, because I like chicken nuggets and she likes spaghetti, and it was it was a yeah. We just we we. I we, had you know, a panic we never attack did it too. Too. again. Yeah, we never did it. Again. Yeah, it was, so it was like
0: Mrs. Mrs. Truman was going to know that you were not a, a spaghetti girl. It was yeah right. Oh, yeah. this is not an Idris paper. Mhm. Yep. That's fun. All right. Well, hey. So we're not talking about spaghetti or chicken nuggets.
1: I like spaghetti. Though, we are talking
0: like about. Sp- yeah, and we are talking <laughs> about special needs ministry. Mm. So, um, so this is really important because mm. as I've been in youth ministry the past fifteen or so years in my life, there's definitely I've definitely noticed more kids with special needs coming into the ministry. And I know at certain times I've felt a little bit uncertain of how to best care for those kids and how to best love on them. And you gave a message at your church a few weeks ago about kind of connecting uh, how a leper felt and how they felt really isolated and kind of not really necessarily a part of the community to how Mm -hmm. a lot of special needs families feel at times. And so I wanted to read a quote From Josephus, he wrote in Antiquities, he says this about leprosy. In uh, his description of the Mosaic Law, he states that it was forbidden to the leper to come into the city at all or to live with any others as if they were, in effect, dead persons. And so there was this huge stigma of not allowing lepers into the community. And we see that Jesus in his kingdom actually invites lepers to have a relationship with him. And he does as much as he can within his ministry to take what Mark and I have talked about, the Haaretz, the people of the land, those who were on the outside, the sinners, the prostitutes, those who weren't necessarily welcomed into the community. And he actually extended open arms to them. And so, Andrea, can you kind of tell us, help us give us a better picture? What is it like? to maybe feel this isolation? Mm. What's it like to be a special needs family? Mm. And uh, give us a good picture of that so that we can kind of enter in with compassion. Mm, you bet.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I I do think there's, there's such a, um, just a strong relation when it comes to, it's so relatable with the leper when it comes to a special needs family, because, you know, it's, it's not like, we're not allowed inside the camp. It's just, it's very difficult for us to go inside the camp because our needs are unique. So, you know, it special needs, the, the, like the range of special needs is so big. You know, you can have an autistic kid mm-hmm. that can have a full conversation, but you can have an autistic kid that's completely nonverbal or, you know, you can have a child in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and child that, um, you know, can walk a child mm-hmm. that can't walk. So, um, There's so many unique needs, right? Um, And that's why Mm -hmm. I think maybe special needs ministry is just overwhelming to even think about maybe for some churches, um, because the uniques are so, uh, excuse me, the needs are so unique. Um, So I guess, um, you know, for us, it's it's, it's, it's always a challenge to go anywhere. Right. Um, so going yeah. to church, yeah. uh, you know, thankfully we are part of a church that embraces special needs families. But if it wasn't for that, yeah. you know, we wouldn't be able to be in church uh, because, you know, our son, um, he's seven. Uh, so he's technically in the second grade, but he's still in the pre-K room because, you know, developmentally, mm-hmm. he's not a seven-year-old. He's more like a toddler. Um, so I guess, yeah. um, you know, every every situation is unique. Every family that has special needs has a special challenge. Um, and that's maybe why that's it's so difficult to navigate because there's no like, oh, it's all this mm-hmm. way and it's all this struggle. And, you know, this child can handle loud noises and this child can't. Um, So that's why um, it really takes a lot of intentional effort for churches then to step into that
0: um, because it is messy, right? So I heard you say that, uh, you know, your church has really embraced special needs families or your family in particular. So can you help us understand what are some things that they've done to really embrace you? Hmm. I
1: think for our church, um, you know, you talked about the leper, right? We talked about that earlier. And uh, you talked mm-hmm. about how Jesus invited, right, these people into his kingdom. And I think about in Matthew chapter 8, verse 3, uh, when Jesus, you know, was encountered with this leper. And it says that he reached out and he touched him, right? And I think that mm-hmm. really that's really what our church has done for us, they've reached out and they've touched us they've went the extra step Mm -hmm. and they've showed us love um, just like Jesus did Mm -hmm. to this leper. So, you know, I think we've, we've made accommodations for our son here. Uh, That means that we have a sensory swing and we have a trampoline and we have different sensory things that he enjoys. He has his own chewies here that he gets to have. Um, he has a little corner in the room with a bean bag. So, you know, thankfully we have the space to be able to have that. We mm-hmm. have an extra room so that if Gabriel needs a break, Gabriel goes to the sensory area in the red room, right? Um, Gabriel has a one-on-one True. buddy. He has to have someone with him all the time. Um, he's able to stay in the pre-K room True. because that's where he is developmentally. Um so he you know yeah. he does some of the things that some of the pre k kids do. He will color a little bit, so he does do that, but yeah, so Gabriel has a designated one on one buddy with him every Sunday that stays with him the whole time um and and if it wasn't for really our church taking that extra step, Gabriel wouldn't be yeah. in in church um I remember a couple of sure. years ago. Sure. Um, Gabriel was having a really tough time. He was being very aggressive and I -hmm. had talked to the teachers about him not being in church anymore and just staying home. But they're like, no, 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 no. We want him here. And I can't tell you how much it means to hear that for a church to say, no, we want him here because as a special needs family, you're always saying, oh, they probably don't want my child here. Like who would want, like, they don't want to deal with this. Right. So, for them to say, no, we sure. want him here, yeah. um, it just yeah. means the world. And then to take that step to make those accommodations sure. um, so that we can be Absolutely. here. Otherwise, my, my husband wouldn't be in, in church. So, mm-hmm.
0: sure, sure. Because he'd have to be home with Gabriel. Right. Yeah. You know, I read a quote there a little bit earlier that said that 6.2% of children ages 5 to 15, or 2.8 million kids, uh, have disabilities in the U S and so, and even further, um, 20% of those 16 to 64 deal with some sort of special needs. And so this is real, it's in our communities. And if it's not knocking on the doors of our churches, Mm -hmm. then the question is, is have we created, um, the open arms that say, no, 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 no. We want them here.
1: And that's, yeah, right. absolutely. And I think it starts with kind of acknowledging that reality. Um, I, I'll just share this as well. Um, as you kind of shared some research, Diane Doko Kim, she has written a book that's phenomenal. Um, it's called Unbroken Faith. Mm-hmm. And if you're a special needs parent, like you need to get this book, it is a healing mm-hmm. book. Um, but she um, spoke okay. at a, a conference. Um, uh, you know, about special needs ministry. And she shared that um, somewhere between 60 uh, to 90% of families that have special needs do not come to church. And she said only 10 to 15% wow. of those churches are intentional and have any plan to include families affected by disability. So, wow. you know, and, and let's think about that in light of the gospel and in light of, you know, what Jesus did, right? um mhm mm-hmm. and and how intentional he was right about what you talked about you know going to the people of the land and inviting them into his kingdom
0: sure. right so what's like a first a first step that a youth worker could take today mm-hmm. that would help kind of get the ball rolling in the right direction towards opening their arms more towards the special needs community yeah
1: honestly um you know, I think it, it comes, the first step is, who are these families, right? What families do you know? Mm-hmm. Or what families in your church know families, yeah. right? And then it's that initial sure. contact to say, hey, I, I want to learn more about your family and your kiddo. And you sit down and you have a conversation and mm-hmm. you learn more about that family. And you learn more about that child, because, yeah. you know, you can't kind of like what I talked about earlier is that there's so many different unique needs. So you can't just be like, okay, everybody come to this one thing that we have and it'll fit everybody. Right. Sure. No, you have to sit down individually with each family and to say, tell me about your kiddo. Mm. What are their unique needs? What do they need? What do they don't need? Um, You know, what do they struggle with? What do they like? We actually have an intake form that we have um, that, that asks sure. a lot of those questions that people can fill out ahead of time. Sure. And then we sit down, you know, the plan mm-hmm. is to sit down and, and have that conversation face to face. So I think it just, it starts with making those initial contacts. It's because that's, that's what communicates. We want to hear, right? Like we want right. to learn about yeah, you. Absolutely. Um, and we want to, to see what we can do if we can make this work um, so that you can come inside the camp so to speak inside the community of the people yeah. of god
0: absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely yeah that's really good i actually um in the previous ministry that i was serving and we had a kid with really severe allergies and um so we couldn't have any dairy or anything like that and so we just didn't have dairy you know what i'm saying like we just didn't do it because having pizza or having something that would potentially put his life at risk to me wasn't worth it. And it was very uninviting. And unfortunately, they had come mm. from other places who weren't that supportive, who said, mm. you know what, it's just one kid right. and it's cheese. <laughs> like, come on. But to that one family, and really, honestly, is having cheese in my youth ministry really worth worth that? Sure. You know what I'm saying? And I, I hear what you're saying, Andrea, that when it comes to the invitation that we as youth workers can Mm -hmm. offer. It's really about the value of seeing Mm -hmm. people, Mm -hmm. right? And that's what Jesus did when it came to the people of the land was he saw them and he met their Mm -hmm. names and he took time Mm -hmm. to love and to care for them. Mm -hmm. So this has been a super great conversation. We are going to actually have a part two next Mm -hmm. week as we continue the conversation with Andrea Mercier on special needs ministry. So friends, thanks for joining us for the show today. As always, Check us out on our Facebook community, First Century Youth Ministry. Uh, You can check out our new parables curriculum that that just dropped. And you can also uh, connect with us by sending us a message at firstcenturyyouthministry at gmail.com. So friends, we're so glad you've joined us today. And we'll catch uh, up with you next week. See ya. Bye.